Welcome to Unlock the Power of Picture Books, the podcast designed especially for busy elementary school teachers just like you. I'm your host, Sarah, a former teacher. If you've ever wished for more time to read aloud to your students or struggled to find the perfect book for a lesson, you're in the right place. In each episode, I'll handpick book titles to help you teach specific subjects. No more hours spent searching for the right book. Unlock the Power of Picture Books is your shortcut to impactful teaching. Plus, I'll keep you updated with the latest and greatest picture book releases so your classroom library is always fresh and exciting. Let's get started. Do you know what January 22nd is? Let me tell you. That is the day the Caldecott Award is being presented. And today, I've got some predictions. I don't know if any of my predictions will be the winner or even the runner-up, but... I wanna share with you some of my favorites from 2023. Now, the Randolph Caldecott Medal is awarded annually to the artist of the most distinctive American picture book for children. And so today, I've selected 10 books that I think might make the cut for the medal this year. One of my favorite things about picture books is the pictures. And that's what really appeals to young readers and even older readers as well. The illustrations really show what the words do not. They expand on the author's words and provide information that's essential to the story. And I have this quote from Jason Reynolds that I'm gonna read so I don't get it wrong. You write enough to lob the ball so that the illustrator has just enough space to do their dance. Amazing. And that nails it exactly. What that illustrator's job is and how powerful it is in the creation of picture books. So I wanna share with you my picks. I'd love to hear which one you think is going to win the medal this year. Leave them in the comments below so that I can see which ones were your favorite and which ones you think might win this year. And maybe it's one that I've chosen or maybe it's one that's completely different. I can't wait to see which ones you choose. First, if you're new here, my name is Sarah. I pop on every week to share picture book ideas that you can use as read-alouds in your classroom. I love to share different titles for different subject areas, for special holidays, and even brand new picture book releases every month. I think that picture books are an amazing tool to use in the classroom, and sometimes it's really hard to keep up with them all or know which ones to choose. So that's what I'm here for, to help teachers like you use picture books as read-alouds more in the classroom. If you are a teacher who loves picture book read-alouds, make sure you hit that subscribe button and let's dive into those books that I think might make the cut for this year's Caldecott Award. The first book that I think might win is Big, illustrated and written by Vashti Harrison. This book demonstrates the power of a single word and a semi-autobiographical narrative of a young black girl's early messaging around body image. When she's young, the, world, the word big is encouragement and approval. It's to be desired until she gets too big. She begins to internalize this message that big is bad and she is mocked and insulted. Her sense of self is threatened by these careless words of others. This story has few words and the story is told primarily through the digital and chalk pastel illustrations. The soft, warm color palette contrasts with the hardness of the subject. It uses size and perspective to really grasp the reader's attention. And the soft palette turns to gray and transforms back to the soft pink of self-love. 
In this book, the illustrations show how the young girl pushes at the margins of the actual page until the page itself must grow to accommodate her size, literally and figuratively taking up space. Another powerful picture book that I think could win the Caldecott Award in 2024 is an American story written by Kwame Alexander and illustrated by Dare Coulter. This book's artwork, which features paintings, photographs of polymer and clay sculptures, and drawings, really heightens the impact of this historical narrative. The illustrator brings 3D work to the 2D realm. She amplifies the book's message about the importance of the past in the present. Her art really has a profound impact on the reader. The dark colors depict the pain and suffering. The brighter colors symbolize hope, perseverance, and that unwavering spirit of the enslaved people. This artwork really takes the readers on a journey from despair to determination for a future. Illustrations in this one are powerful and definitely are a contender for this year. The next book that I have that I think could win the Caldecott Medal in 2024 is called Jumper, A Day in the Life of a Backyard Jumping Spider. This one is written and illustrated by Jessica Lanon. This is a beautifully illustrated nonfiction book that explores the tiny secret world of the backyard jumping spider. This book includes a robust back matter to really give you more information about this creature. And the images in this book include a wide range of color and detail. And it depicts the garden that this spider is in, both from a distance and really zooming in again on those details. And these illustrations help orient the reader to this true vastness of the jumper's world when they might only see a small piece of it themselves. And the real expert use of shadow and light in the illustration really brings jumper's world to life. And these illustrations will help your readers come away with a newly found appreciation and respect for this tiny garden dweller. Definitely one you should check out and one that I think could win this year. Up next, we have The Tree and the River, written and illustrated by Aaron Becker. This is a wordless picture book, so it really requires the use of the illustrations to help tell this story. And in this book, it follows the life of a tree as it grows in a valley next to a river. This tree witnesses the development of human civilization throughout the years until one year, a major flood decimates the valley in which it exists. And this tree, barely alive, drops an acorn that restarts that cycle of life. The pencil and digital images in this book really provide those detailed images that bring the story to life. And readers are able to compare and contrast the illustrations from the beginning of the book towards the end and kind of see how they are similar and how they are different and how things have changed throughout the story. And so the tree and the river tells this complex, meaningful story only through images. This next book was one of my favorite books from 2023. And if you want to check out all of my books that were favorites from last year, I'll leave a link down below so that you can see which ones I chose as my favorites for last year. But this one is another one that I think could win the Caldecott Award this year. It is called Once Upon a Book by Grace Lynn. In this story, a young girl steps into the pages of her favorite books and goes on a magical adventure until she finds her most favorite place of all. One of my favorite parts of this book is in the images, the young girl, Alice, is wearing a dress and she starts off with her dress and it has lots of words on it, like the pages of a book. 
but as she goes on all her different adventures, her dress blends in with the background of each of the pages that she's on. And in the story, it starts out with really bright images, but then as she starts to kind of miss her favorite place, which is home, those images start to get dark and almost stormy until she is finally put back in her home, her favorite place of all. And one thing that I just found out that I hadn't noticed before, but I'm definitely gonna go back and check, is on the title page, you'll see different images on this page that will appear later on in the book. So definitely check that out with your students if you read this one aloud with them. This next one comes from one of my favorite illustrators, Oge Mora. This one is called I'm From by Gary Gray. I love how this illustrator uses mixed media collages to create the images in all of her books. If you're not familiar with her, one of her more popular books is Thank You Amu and she uses that mixed media collage in that book as well. And it just makes the story vibrant, the pops of bright detailed collages of painted and patterned paper really make it such a unique way of adding images to a story. And speaking of which, this next book includes very similar technique. This one is called In the Night Garden and it's written and illustrated by Karen Berger. This is a lyrical, almost good night book for young children. And at first glance, the illustrations seem to be digitally created, but if you look really closely, you'll notice that every star and flower and vine is a hand-assembled cut paper collage. And as I mentioned, it's a good night book, so the cool, dark color palette really conveys a gentle mood that's perfect for this bedtime text. Another book that I think could win the Calicot Award this year is called Nell Plants a Tree. It's written by Anne Winter and illustrated by Daniel Mayares. This book weaves two timelines about a family as well as a pecan tree that is really important to this family. This multi-generational black family loves to play around this pecan tree and uses it to make pies and wonderful things. And the illustrator really guides us through the timelines and makes it easier to understand what the story is about. So one thing is the characters in the story are, you see them when they're younger and they're older, and to help the reader understand who the characters are when in the different time periods, they use very similar outfits. And in this story, the illustrations really reward the observant reader. There are so many rich details to notice throughout this book that at first glance, many readers won't notice those illustrations really take this story to another level. Another book would be Evergreen, and this one is written and illustrated by Matthew Cordell. And these illustrations might look familiar. They really remind me of Arnold Nobel or William Stagg in the way that they are created in this story. And it's considered a picture book. It definitely has longer text, again, similar to those Arnold Nobel books like Frog and Toad. In this story, Evergreen is afraid of many things in the forest and her mother really wants her to deliver soup. And along the way of her trip, she meets a lot of these forest dwellers, some who want to help her and some who just really want some of that soup. And through the pen and watercolor illustrations, we really learn Evergreen's personality and her emotions. And those are really brought to life through the illustrations and making it 
telling almost an additional story on top of what the words already say. Definitely another contender for the Caldecott Award for 2024. And I have one more. This one is called There Was a Party for Langston. This is written by Jason Reynolds and illustrated by Jerome and Jarrett Pumphrey. This book is a nonfiction tribute to Langston Hughes and all the people that he inspired. The illustrations are created in the Pumphrey Brothers traditional way of using hand-created stamps. So they use these handmade stamps to create all their illustrations and then edit them digitally. And it's truly unique way of creating these picture books. And one thing that I thought was so fun in this book is how they work words and letters into different spaces and shapes in the illustrations. So definitely keep your eye out for those as you read along in this book. But they create these visuals that are perfectly in sync with the text and bring the book to life. And that's what we want when creating picture book illustrations to really show what our book is about. Now, make sure that you watch the Caldecott Award ceremony on January 22nd to see just which picture book will earn that coveted award this year. Maybe it'll be one from my list, maybe not, but definitely tell me in the comments which book you think is a contender this year, which book you think will win, whether it's one from my list or a different one, because there are so many amazing books that were released this year. And if you're interested in my past, this is the third year that I've done this video. So the past two years, I'll leave a link to those videos down below so you can see which books I picked from those videos and add to your collection of wonderfully illustrated children's picture books. Now, since I've had so much fun choosing what I think will be Caldecott Award winners, I think your students will have a great time choosing too. So I'm gonna leave a freebie in the description box down below where you can grab templates to have your own mock Caldecott Awards with your class in your classroom. And you can choose which books your students and you think will win the award this year and then watch them together to see if any of them chose one or if your class chose what the winner actually is. So make sure you grab that freebie. I'll leave a link down below. Also, let me know what you or your class votes on for the winner of this year's awards. And then together we'll watch on January 22nd to see who wins. I'll make sure to post it on my Facebook page or in my Instagram stories so that you'll know right away who our winner is. And make sure you join me next week because I will have more picture book read-alouds that you can use in your classroom right away. Have a great week. Thank you so much for tuning into the Unlock the Power of Picture Books podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, I would love for you to subscribe to the show and leave a review. This helps me spread the word to more and more teachers just like you. As always, you can find all the links and resources from this episode over at thecolorfulapple.com. I'll see you back here next week.